welcome back to another podcast by Raise Your Vibes. This is Miriam Khan. Thank you for tuning in, y'all. So this particular topic is about the difficulties that people can face in divorce. This is quite a tumultuous episode for some people. It might have trigger warnings. It might have upsetting themes. It might have topics that perhaps does cause um, anxiety or trauma or perhaps you know, things we can relate to, perhaps, coming back to us. All of us um, will know someone, sadly, that has divorced, or merrily, we might say. All of us are in different journeys, you know, when we come to that particular topic. None of us, when we get married, have this expectation that we're going to get divorced in the first place. When we get married, we have these hopes, we have these joys, we have these dreams that the partner we've selected, the partner we're going to be with, it's going to be with us for a long time and I appreciate that in 2021 you know there is a huge increase in the amount of divorce cases that arise for many people you know um, they seem to stay together for two three years or um, and then divorce or there's been situations where perhaps they've been you know partners for a long time and then end up getting married and then divorcing quickly there's all sorts of scenarios that occur you know um, is not one particular ingredient, not one particular recipe. And in different cultures and different places, the rates of divorce will obviously differ as well, depending on where you are, the age gap, the role expectancy, death expectancy, life expectancy. The different rates of marriage uh, that you have in different cultures, as I said, you know, some people, for example, you know, they've been married for 60, 70, 80 years. And nowadays in 2021, that doesn't seem to be the case. Marriages are sort of short-lived. Now, all of us get to a point in those particular relationships where unfortunately push comes to shove and certain things happen, certain scenarios happen, certain situations happen where unfortunately divorce is the last thing. You know, and there's lots of particular scenarios where that does happen. You know, I can recall uh, being very, very sympathetic to a colleague of mine many, many years before, many, many years before, where she had discovered that her very ever so loving husband had been, you know, um, going away on business trips or short, so she thought, and was using their sort of like nest egg for retirement money, you know, to sort of have a mistress on the side. And when she discovered the fact that this was the scenario, that this was the you know the real reason as to why he was away all the time that marriage obviously ended and it ended in a very difficult way and despite being very understanding for her being sympathetic towards her being empathetic towards her it's not uh, until you're in your own sort of situation like that where you can really understand what somebody goes through when they're actually getting divorced some divorces can be very easy you know two people can platonically as they've got married decide platonically that they're going to get divorced and things are going to be split through the middle things are going to be solved easily they're on mutual terms they're like friends they deal with it in a very platonic way very respectful and off they go they're divorced and it's easy now there are other scenarios where it's not like that at all you have some situations where there is a power dynamic and a complex between one individual and the other, you know? And you are divorcing for a variety of reasons. It could be that somebody's had an affair, 
somebody's lied, somebody's cheated, somebody has betrayed your trust, somebody is not a good parent, somebody is abusive, somebody is toxic, somebody is a narcissist. Maybe there is severe abuse in that relationship, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual. Maybe it's financial abuse. Um, perhaps, you know, you both want different things. There are thousands of reasons why people divorce. But when it gets to a situation where one person is trying their hardest to be free and the other individual basically is like a leech and sucking them dry and not letting them go, that's when things get very, very difficult. And what makes it hard in a divorce is that the families on both sides of the, of the people involved, you know, sometimes will take sides and sometimes will dominate and sometimes will make it very, very difficult for you to leave, especially in this day and age. And um, majority of the time, it's always, it seems to be in my experience, you might differ from my opinion, but from the people that I've counseled, it seems to be that the female is the one that suffers the most. You know, I've yet to come across a male on the other counterpart. I do appreciate it happens, okay? Um, but from what I've encountered in my years of counseling, it seems to be the other way around. And the individual, has their self-esteem taken away, their confidence taken away, their whole ability to be able to cope by themselves. And, you know, some family members will throw that back in your face as a reminder of why you should not divorce and why you should not separate and why you should go back to that individual even though they are toxic and they're not right for you. A lot of the time, you know, we know that that individual isn't right for us. They're not making us happy anymore. We're not at peace with them anymore. If anything, we feel very, very suffocated by them. We feel very, very alienated because they have taken away our liberties, taken away our freedom, taken away the air that we breathe, taken away our whole essence of being, you know, by by staying in that sort of toxic relationship. And we don't see it, like I said, until we step away, until we move back. And it's very difficult to move away from somebody like that or something like that as well. It's not easy to do. Okay. Um, a lot of these scenarios have situations where, you know, as a female, and as I said, I'm speaking from a female point of view, more often than not, we're the ones that are financially reliant on the other individual. And nowadays, in 2021, there is more equality. Of course, there is. There are a lot more people that are working for themselves. But majority of the time, the main breadwinner tends to be, stereotypically, the male. And when it comes to divorce situations, you know, there are scenarios where the other, piece, the other person feels obliged to remind you of your contractual rights. And depending on where you are, depending on which country, some of those rights aren't always followed through. You know, money isn't provided for child support, for example, or clothing or a roof over your head or whatever the, the welfare situation is. And in other scenarios, you'll have it the other way around where it's actually the female that's the main breadwinner and it's the female that is the one that's working quite hard and diligently in supporting the male. You know, these are cases that are coming up more and more, but are sort of less spoken of, okay? And in those dynamics, you find that in a divorce case, it's the male that also speaks up and basically wants his, um, you know, thick slice of bread, as we call it, and wants it toasted on both sides and wants everything given to him and handed on a plate. Because there's this expectancy that you will continue to keep providing the life that they've been accustomed to whilst you've been working your butt off, you know, to be frank. Either way, when it comes to those scenarios, it's very, very difficult to let go. It's very difficult to let go 
and file for divorce in the first place, it's very difficult to maneuver your way through this and separate on amicable terms. One partner will make it very, very difficult for the other. And sometimes it's a case that both partners are making it difficult as are family members. There is no easy solution, if I'm honest with you, in regards to these situations. Sometimes you have to just walk through that path and you have to just persevere through that path and take one day at a time. What I will say is it becomes very, very, very hectic. It becomes very unmanageable. It becomes very toxic too, when quite a lot of other people, other factors are involved, you know? And people do take ownership, people do take control, and people do cause havoc and cause scenes, cause mishap, um, where they feel like they have to intervene on your behalf. And a divorce can leave you very, very unstable. It can leave you in pieces. And you might not be able to cope with the everyday things that are going on. Some people I know struggle daily just to even look after themselves, let alone the children that they might have, you know? And some people are very quick to say, oh, well, it's very lucky that you didn't have children when you're divorcing. It doesn't make it any easier. Of course, it makes it a lot more complex when children are involved and you have to do the right thing by, you know, giving rights to see the children. You have to make sure that they're fed, make sure that they're clothed, make sure that the other person is providing that allowance or support, so often in cases they're not, you know? And sometimes you're forced back to go back and live with that individual who's made your life a living hell, you know? Um, some families don't support that, you know? They're very quick to judge, so it can be friends, you know? Friends can be like, oh, well, you should forgive this particular scenario because of this, 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 and this, according to this scripture or according to this dogma. And sometimes we're not looking at the individual, we're not looking at their needs, we're following what we should be doing, but actually we're not, we're not preaching from the heart, you know? We're preaching from what we think they should be doing, and it's coming from our ego and it's coming from control. We're not thinking of the person's happiness, we're not thinking about what is right for them, you know? Because leaving a, a marriage is the most difficult thing you can do extremely difficult thing you can do it's not an easy decision to make to end something that you thought was going to be a long-term situation you know and it was started with love and unfortunately it doesn't end like that okay it can end with betrayal it can end with tears it can end with you know injustice you know these are just some of the short topics that might crop up and then in other scenarios the as you're trying to leave that marriage, more toxicity comes around. You know, the individual makes it very, very difficult for you to leave. They are not only controlling the people around you, they're controlling the people that are maybe working for you, like your lawyers. You know, they will try and control people's perception of how you are or are you, how you're not as a parent or as a wife or as a husband. And they will try to give you a bad name, you know. This shows a lot about the other person's um, understanding of control and ego and toxicity as well. You know, they're not willing to let you go. Now, sometimes that control can be so suffocating, you know, to the point where you've perhaps tried all channels to be peaceful, to be reflective, to be someone that is positive and you are saying all the right things, doing the right thing, but the other individual is so toxic, they just cannot let you go. This comes down to power, this comes down to control, this comes down to ego, 
it comes down to the other person's narcissistic tendencies as well it comes down to greed ego you know i've probably said ego but it does come down to all those negative aspects these are not positive attributes these are negative attributes and it's unfortunate isn't it that in that scenario where we first started out with love we end with this negativity instead so much so that you get to a point where the other individual just cannot stand to be near you okay they can't stand to be in the same room as you they can't stand to be talking to you they can't stand being or having anything to do with you whatsoever a case i can think of is a friend of mine who for about 20 years had both of his parents you know having to come and visit him at different times of the day for christmas having to schedule christmas appointments birthday appointments all at different times and you know it sadly it took a funeral for these two people 20 years or so later to be amicable again you know sometimes people can hold on to these grudges when they go through divorce for a long time long time and they don't speak they don't talk to each other they hold on to that anger you know of why this person let me down this person did this to me this person and again it's that control isn't it it's that control and it's the fear and it's resentment and it's the toxicity and you know what you haven't done in all that time is move forward because you're still looking over your past you're still looking at the back you know and you're not allowing your children to live in harmony either because the family that i mentioned had to you know work their way around these two individuals who obviously you know had not resolved their issues and then 20 or so years later at a funeral they become best chums again you know all of that time could have been avoided all of that pain and that hurt and that trauma could have been avoided by simply talking it out and talking in a calm way in the first place and bearing the ego and i know that is not an easy thing to do because it's not it's not you know i myself have gone through divorce and trust me when i say that you go through this scenario of trying to be the better person try to be amicable try to be hospitable to the other person you try to be fair and everything gets thrown back in your face you know and you see this completely different dynamic and different side to someone you were in love with someone that you wanted to you know um give roots to somebody that you wanted in your life for a long time you didn't see them existing but you do now you know and these are things that we have to come to terms with when we're divorcing as well you know we see as i keep saying many many times the good the bad and the ugly you do see that through someone that you're divorcing other things that you come through is how this toxicity and how this negativity of the divorce impacts those around you you find people choosing sides you know and that can be very hurtful you lose friends you lose family because people take sides with each other and it's almost like being back at school you sort of like look at yourself and think hold on a minute like are we back at school here obviously we are because we're treating it as if we're in a school game scenario you know almost like okay which side do you want to be on for the football team i'll choose so and so and i'll choose so and so you know and it starts like that and it can be quite debilitating to see family members torn between right and wrong and choosing different sides and sometimes you'll have people that just disappear and vanish and you'll have friends that just basically say uh 
don't want to get involved in this, I'll see you on the other side when the divorce is over. Because they don't want to be involved. You know, they can see that you're going to be upset, you're going to be see that you're going to be in heartache. And there are times during divorce where it can be very, very, very difficult. You're banging your head against a brick wall. You're trying to get your lawyers to do something that you want to do. And there are times when the court doesn't approve or the judges don't approve or they don't want to seek justice or they don't want to hear your voice. It's extremely frustrating. Extremely frustrating. And more so when you're in different countries, different cultures, um, different rules are perhaps um, applicable other than the ones in your own country. So it makes it more challenging, you know? And even though you are someone who is doing everything the right way and doing things the correct way, sometimes it gets slapped in your face, you know? Somebody will tarnish your name, somebody will tarnish your reputation, and they'll do it for malicious reasons, okay? Divorce does bring out the very, very, very nasty side to other individuals, sometimes, okay? Many people, you know, nowadays, and I was one of them, signed a prenup. And in some cases, those prenups are valid, you know? And you'll find big celebrities, you'll know them yourself, you'll see them on social media. You'll have prenups, you know, saying, I want this and this is what I get, and if we divorce, this is what happens. And then you'll get other very famous cases where the prenup is surrendered and it's void and it's valid and people are fighting over assets. You know, I'm sure we could think of many, many scenarios where we've seen it on media, television and social media, where certain celebrities have fought, you know, with their other half um, over the lifestyle that they feel that they're accustomed to, over uh, um, certain assets that they feel that they're entitled to. And, you know, it becomes a war. You know, a war of um, weaponry in regards to finances or a war of time, a war of conflict. And these can be, you know, brought out in a fierce way. And again, money plays a big part of this, doesn't it? Money, possessions. Sometimes it's the ego and it's control as well. And there are very, very different dynamics to that, you know? We are living in very materialistic times where a lot of us are accustomed to living in luxury. And luxury can depend on where you are, where your background is, what you think you're um, entitled to, what you think you're accustomed to. So these can also vary as well, okay? But all of us will have different aspects of divorce. Some of us come out of it, like I said, unscathed, unhurt. We become friends with our individual, whether that's with our children or not. We're amicable and then there are other scenarios where unfortunately divorce leaves us in pieces some people god bless them you know they never ever get over that divorce that betrayal they never move forward they're still living in the past you know and they are still torn by that event of the divorce they're still broken by it they've not allowed themselves to move forward and then you have other individuals who, before they've even signed the divorce papers with their partner, they've already started a new relationship, but are very quick to throw shade, which is the modern term, at the other person who isn't doing anything, who's just trying to get through day by day. And this is what I mean. Divorce can bring out the ugliness in some people, you know? It can bring about the real um, dark side of them that we haven't seen. You know, personally for me, I was working on myself, I still am working on myself. There's parts of me that I have got to heal, there's parts of me that need to keep growing, 
you know, and I have to start focusing on loving myself and healing from the situation I've been placed in, which was out of my hands, you know. But each of us have a part to play. Some of us don't look at the healing aspect. We jump from one place to another or we jump from one relationship to another or we don't look at self and we don't look at the aspects of ourselves that caused that divorce in whichever minor way you want to think about it. We do have to hold ourselves accountable for whatever piece of pain we've caused, knowingly or unknowingly, subconsciously, whatever you want to call it. So we have to look at that. We have to look at the deeper side. We have to look at the darker side. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's about taking accountability for those particular actions, you know, and looking at ourselves in the mirror and thinking, okay, what can I do to move forward? What can I do if and when I'm ready for a next relationship? What would I do? Some of us might decide that we're going to stay in solitude and that's fine. You know, we might, we might prefer our own company to letting another human being hurt us ever again. Divorce can do that to people, you know. It can leave people alienated, it can leave people hurt, it can leave people very betrayed, and it can leave people thinking, I don't want to do this again, I just want to focus on me, and I just want to focus on my heart and my healing, you know? And some people never ever be ready for a relationship again because they've been hurt too much. But the main thing is looking around you and looking at the people that are there, instead of just looking at the negative sides, There are some positives, you know, some people will show you their true colours, true friends will stick by you and sometimes they're people that really surprise you as well, you know. There are others who will throw um, lots and lots of shade at you that will say, no, you shouldn't divorce, you know, in the eyes of God, you should have stayed married, you've got a child, you've got this, you've got this financial, you know, tie with them. You've got to stop listening to the naysayers because they're not in your shoes. They're not in your predicament. They're not in your life. They're not the one making those decisions. They're not the ones financially tied down to certain, you know, things that you've got to pay back. You are, you know. You might be the mother or the father of a child. They don't understand that, you know, you want perhaps harmonious relationship between your children and their father or their mother. It's not one of peace. It's not one of um, relaxation, but it's one that you've got to strive forward in and it's one that you've got to try and move forward in, no matter what people think. And we've got to try and move past this sort of scenario where we keep blaming other individuals for our pain. And we have to take that responsibility of ourselves that we are in charge of us and we are in charge of healing ourselves after that pain. You know, some of us might go and have counselling done. Some of us might sit back and think, well, actually, I don't need anything. I'm just going to focus on me right now, you know. Some of us take up hobbies, take up different things that we do to help ourselves get over that. Some of us tend to other particular scenarios, you know. Take We look at different situations as well. We might not be dealing with the d- divorce very well. We might have depression. We might end up going to counselling, which is a great thing to work on your issues. And then there are some of us that just work on those issues quietly alone and we we work on it and we move away and we start again, you know? All of us will be having different experiences of divorce. There's no straight cut, one-way system. There isn't. And it's a matter of being open and honest 
And I think the other thing that people do as well is they shy away from talking about it because they feel it's something that they should be ashamed of. You know, for a long time, I felt so bad about my particular scenario and it was because I didn't want my marriage to fail. It was failing, evidently. It was out of my hands. It was failing, but the other person also had their part to play and they weren't, you know, they weren't doing that. So it's also about recognising the fact that someone else has to take ownership of their part in that marriage or breakup or divorce. It can't all be just on one person's shoulders. Like I said, you know, all of us will be looking at divorce in very, very different aspects, different ways. And it's about making sure that you do what's right for you. Don't listen to the naysayers. Don't listen to the people that are full of negativity. Look at the people that are supporting you. Look at the people that are going to help you through this. The people that are going to have your back. The people that are going to be supportive. Because, you know, some people will make this a plain, easy sale. And there are some that will make it very, very difficult. And no matter what your journey is in divorce, you know, I wish you the very best and I hope that you come through the other side like a champ. But, you know, rise above, keep your head held high, keep your wits about you, choose your friends wisely, you know, have people that are kind and caring and have people that will have your back because that's not always something that you can do or something that you can rely on. So just take it easy with that one. And, you know, as you're going through divorce, bear in mind that, you know, you will get through it. No matter the situation, no matter the difficulty, no matter the mountains that seem to be ahead of you as you're trying to get your freedom or trying to see your children or whatever the scenario is, trying to get your property back, you will get through the other side. You will. And it's just a matter of time and patience. Wherever you are on your divorce journey... I wish you the best. I'm sure I'm going to be doing another podcast on this topic at another time. But that's all for now. I thank you for tuning in. And I wish you all the best on your healing journeys coming out of divorce. God bless. Blessings. Take care. Thanks for listening.